Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. For Mike Bonner, I am Montana Samuels. This is The Bubble, and we are reeling from the latest Patriots Super Bowl victory and what many, mainly myself, are calling the biggest abomination to take place on the national stage since Maroon 5's halftime performance. Since Maroon 5's halftime performance. Good God, the Super Bowl was bad. Thoughts. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I will say... To to recap the halftime performance, I I was pretty pleased with Big Boy rolling up in a old school Cadillac with a fur coat on. That was pretty cool. But other than that, it was it was pretty brutal. It was it wasn't a very good game. No, bad game, bad performance. But Mike is happy because, as they say in the uh, let me use a baseball term, it's a line drive in the box score. There you go. So we did prop bets last week, and much like anybody who actually bet on the game, they didn't go that well because the game just didn't make any sense. Some person I heard on the radio yesterday bet $250 the Rams to score three points at 400 to one. Yeah, what that what was that was the story. Didn't he make like $400,000 or something? Yeah, good, pretty good for him. Congratulations to that guy. Come on the pod. Um <laughs> Mike, well, what, let's start with, we'll, we'll only run through a couple of these because basically all you need to know is we did really poorly. But um, what do you think the, the best commercial was? Uh, this is mind-boggling to me because you could have given me a thousand, you could have given me a list to rank like a thousand products and I yeah. probably would have put this last. But uh, NFL, I thought the NFL commercial was the best one. I thought one. so too. I thought that was a no-brainer. The only other one that I, I know you had a couple of other ones that you liked, but the only other one I, I thoroughly enjoyed was the Michael Bublé bubbly commercial. You did like you really liked that funny. one. I think it, pretty much any time I can be surprised by like a musician that I I basically just clown for eternity. I'm pretty thrilled. So Michael Bublé, you got a new fan. I don't. I still cannot stand your music, but you've got a new fan in me. Maybe I, we can you go did to a enjoy Michael that. Bublé concert. I would go to a Michael Bublé Christmas concert. Yeah, let's do it. He got any shows coming up? Probably not Christmas tunes. I don't. <laughs> I feel like he probably pl- plays the Christmas tunes all year round. Yeah, maybe. I bet he does. Why wouldn't you? I mean, he p- performs for like two hours at a time. He's got to. He doesn't have that many songs, does he? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, are there any other things that we Tony Romo? I like couldn't tell if he made any calls. Really? No, I I he didn't. Was, I don't think he had any. Yeah. Um. Any predictive calls? Yeah. No. The, I, the main thing was your predictive calls of commercials, man. You had. Yeah. Uh, what was it? I got the number of dogs exactly right. Uh, at five and then through a technicality i got the first doritos bag shown on stage correct even though it it is a technicality a spicy nacho is not the same as the flaming hot bag let me show you the bag of spicy nacho doritos mike 
hey, you're being honest, which I appreciate. Because yeah. everyone else gave you that. That I know. I, I tried to convince you guys, but I think we were all in a food coma. But I will say, spicy nacho and the... So the spicy nacho is on the left here. It's like the dark. It's almost like a maroon or something like that. And then here's the flaming Hot. Oh, bag. so yeah, no. So realistically, you were correct. After because review, the bag is red. Yeah, after review, I'm, I'm taking that away from you. You didn't... Now, yeah, it's worth noting, right. I, I just want to go out on... I want to tell everyone that... Oh, it's a 64 case. Okay, never mind. I saw a Doritos bag listed at $31.99 in terms of price, and I was confused, but you get a bunch of bags of Doritos for that. Um, yeah, so the Super Bowl is sort of disappointing, unless you're a Pats fan, in which case you take a Super Bowl win every time, obviously. Um, speaking of other things that are going to be full of disappointment and dread, Mike, the Grammys are this weekend. As, if we have any listeners from probably like episode six of our podcast still hanging around, um, we did a Grammys pod last year, much like we did a Super Bowl prop bet podcast. And I can't remember how we probably should have looked this up before the pod. Um, if we predicted any of the awards right or not, um, I, I can say that I don't, I probably picked Bruno Mars to win one of the major categories, but I don't think I gave him all three, which ended up happening. I don't think we did. I we kind of st- I think thought about what the Grammys might do, but yeah. no, actually no, I don't. I don't think we did any of it because we thought they might go with. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, the names now. Kesha, or she was nominated quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The one that we went with most was Kendrick Despacito. Probably. Oh, Despacito. That's right. Because we thought that that was yep. kind of covered all bases. Yeah, absolutely. Kendrick was nominated for uh, his album Damn last year and didn't... I, I'm sure he won something but didn't really sweep. Um, I remember speaking <laughs> no, out... he didn't sweep. Yeah. Sweep's not something you can really or kind of do. It's either yeah. you did or you didn't. Well, he did... Essentially, what I meant was he didn't win a lot. No, um, he did not. I do remember speaking strongly for the Cardi B record. I assume it was Bodak Yellow to win, um, which it did not. And maybe that's a good place to start here um, because Cardi is nominated for Album of the Year, um, really the biggest award. Um, I'm I'm publishing a column this week which sort of has uh, my predictions for who will win, who I think should win. And then as a bit of fun, we predict the Grammy moment, which I describe as that collective Grammys moment, which is like, are you kidding? Like, how is this even happening type deal where it's like, oh, like if it were in tweet form, it would probably be Grammys going to Grammy type deal. You know what I mean? So, I do. Um, but yeah, let, let's start with uh, let's start with album of the year. Um, let's do it. The people nominated Cardi B, as we said, for Invasion of Privacy, uh, Brandy Carlisle uh, for By the Way I Forgive You, which is sort of like a uh, like a Americana is not a real word. It's like a mix between singer songwriter and like country music, basically. Um, this is sort of the dark horse bec- in, in the sense because no one knows who Brandy Carlisle is really. And also because people think it might win, uh, including myself, uh, Drake's Scorpion. Uh, one of my favorite albums. So that was one of our final. I went back and listened to it uh, yesterday, actually, because I was like, okay, let me let me give it another shot. I think I listened to it probably four times when it came out and didn't really connect, but it's okay. There there are some hits on it. Um, her stylized H E R for her self titled album. Old Post Malone, Post Mayonnaise for Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer, Casey Musgraves Golden Hour, and then oh, God damn. 
soundtrack. It's so bad. I don't understand. The Grammys have an infatuation with mo- movie music, like move uh, soundtracks. This one, which is good for a soundtrack, but it's still a soundtrack. Uh, Kendrick Lamar for Black Panther, the album, which features a litany of uh, hip hop and R and B musicians, which is cool. I mean, like, Mozzie and S O B R B E are on a soundtrack for a major motion picture, but it just doesn't really make that much sense at the Grammys, honestly. Um, so those are the folks, uh, nominated for album of the year, um, to me. And then I want to ask Mike's opinion cause I'm sort of dominating this here at this point, but I thought her was weird to be on there. I think it's her debut album and it, it's a decent R and B album, but mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of straightforward. Like, I, I don't think that it probably, I would have preferred like Mac Miller's swimming up here. If you wanted something that was melodic and sort of spacey and sure. Um, I would have liked to have seen even like push a tease Daytona or the John Hopkins album, or I don't quite understand if Mitski's album is up for this award season. For some reason, the only w- award that I saw it nominated for was packaging. I could be wrong though. Um, but that album, Pitchfork gave it number one. It was in most publications' top five. If it's only nominated for packaging, that's kind of strange. Um, but yeah, I. Out of that, what? Who do you think, as as sort of a a casual listener of a couple of these artists, Mike? Who would you think that the Grammys are going to pick here? Who do I think is going to win? Who do you? Th- yeah. Well, so what, or who what, would I? How we're going to pick? How we're going to structure it? We'll go who will win. And then we'll go who should win. And then we'll, if we deem necessary, necessary, we can predict whether or not we think a Grammy moment. Or let's do that. We'll predict like who the Grammy moment would be in this situation. Like who would be the most like, why did they do that selection as like sort of our cap off on these categories? So first, let, let's go. Who do you think will win? Who will the Grammys pick? As soon as I saw this, it was Post Malone's going to win. For album of the year, you think it's Post Malone? Yeah, there's no doubt. Okay. This is this is the 24 karat Bruno Mars. It just there's, it sort of is it. it yeah, I, I see that. It's gonna be a big I, night for Post Malone. You're I mean you're probably right. Honestly, I'm not, I'm just talking myself down now because I can't deal with award shows anymore. So it is interesting the Bruno Mars comparison to Post Malone because it sort of is just this like blank canvas of it's it's melodic music that you forget is on. Um, John Caramonic <laughs> of, of the New York Times talks a lot about this, of albums in the streaming age. Because like the Post Malone album is at least like 24 songs long, I, I think. It's like over an hour of music. And the point of it is not really to have people deeply invested in each individual song and like listening to... like It's, it's not reading a book, right? It's the background music while you're engaging with it. And... Yeah, to see that nominated for album of the year is definitely a shift. Um, I went in the complete opposite direction for this one. I I think the Grammys are going to sort of revert back to the mean, and they're going to give it to the Brandy Carlisle album. Um, I could see maybe Casey Musgraves, which I I sort of mentioned in the column. Of the albums nominated, I think it could go to the only two albums that prominently feature a guitar, Casey Musgraves and Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the safe pick is probably Post Malone. 
Well, I, I pick. I, I meant the safe pick for the recording academy is Drake. Like, is it's no, a, no, no, a no, decent no. album, and it's mainstream. Sure, but there's a couple of of components at play there, right? Drake and the Grammys are not on good terms. I don't believe Drake has gone to the last two Grammys, and he's also spoken out against them pretty strongly. I want to say hmm. Drake's been nominated for like over a hundred Grammys, and he's won three. Right. And no, so, I saw that. I know that. Yeah. So I, I, I thought that too initially because Scorpion's pretty 42 good. 42 Grammys. He's it's won three. 42. Why'd I sit? For some reason, 100 just. That's how long Drake has been omnipresent in life. I well, then I guess you can go Kendrick Lamar, Black Panther. Everyone liked that movie. Kendrick Lamar. So Shock, I, shockingly, I wouldn't be surprised by that one. But I, I for some reason, I'm leaning Brandy Carlisle. Have you heard the, I think, the record? Is called the the joke, the single off of that album, no. and it's like the most Grammys thing of all time. It's sort of like this powerful ballad that's like dramatic and it's not wandering at all. Like it's straightforward power ballad. And when I heard it, I was just like Grammys, <laughs> like gra- Grammy bait to the point where it was like this is like a no brainer. I, I think uh, who should win? I'm going to go with Janelle Monae. Okay, Dirty Computer. Nice. I went with actually. Who did I go? Oh, Cardi. I think Cardi should win. Um, I wouldn't be necessarily upset if they gave it to Casey Musgraves. I didn't like the Janelle Monae album as much as a lot of people did, but to see her win it, I could. That's, I'd that, be okay with I that. I think that that was my pick more of critics picking right. type of thing. That everyone said that album was yeah great. So that would yep. in line at least make sense with me because then okay, fine. Then everyone is yeah. That was to me the critics' pick of the year was the Janelle Monae album. Her Cardi, yeah, for sure. Me um, personally, I liked the Drake album the best. Sure, um, yeah, wouldn't be mad to see Drake walk away with it either. Um, yeah, I think it's Cardi. That album was like structurally and like sort of straight up and down, really good. There weren't too many bad mm-hmm. moments on it, um, and also just what she became this year. Right, she was sort of this prominent figure that she's a superstar now. And that happened within the span of like two years. Um, not only that, but what she meant to Latin music. I like it. It featured two prominent Latin artists. It, it I don't She was just incredibly important this year. And I think to see her walk away with a Grammy would be really great. Plus, could you imagine that speech? <laughs> oh, it'd be so good. It'd be so fun. I am. I'm now re-examining and I'm going to say I would bet money. Not that I'm going to, but I would, that Post Malone would win this or Kendrick Lamar, the Black Panther. Post or Kendrick. Because actually looking at our other categories, categories, I am thinking it's going to be a a Kendrick night. You think he wins it for all the stars? Yes, just because it is a classic Grammy thing where they're going to give him it for that. So this is let's transition into that to, to you know what I mean like when now. you when you yeah. look at like his other like especially last year yep and That's he's not the, going to win it for that but then you're going to go like hey here's all the stars yep. from the Black Panther it happened, album it happened with Good Kid Mad City right your right. boy Macklemore won and then the following year they gave Kendrick every award he was nominated for he won nine what was he broke Michael Jackson's record right so that might could be a follow up this year it, it, yeah it would make too or much post sense. Malone they'll just not but so no let, let's anybody. look at this though because I think there so there are two movie songs or records however you want to frame it that are nominated for these next two categories 
Uh, you have all the stars, Kendrick and SZA. And then you also have Shallow from Stars Born with Lady Ooh. Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I censored myself because I usually, whenever I hear Shallow, I try to do the Bradley Cooper. Oh, I really? Just, I'll just go around the apartment singing. Like well, in I, a weird, I would mix it like if you combined Bradley Cooper with Creed. Oh, that's boy. like how I sing in the apartment. Like when, and for no particular reason, just right, like. Just to do it, yeah. Just to do it. I th- Well, I think. It's, it's I'm really of, holding back because I really want to because I enjoy doing do it. it. No, it's all right. Do it. Go ahead. Maybe later. All it, right. It's got to be more kind of organic. You know we'll what do I mean? It off There's mic. never... I'll bring it up organically. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's interesting though because that's my pick is I, I think... Or wait, uh, no. So for this category, <laughs> for this category, for some reason, I thought it was God's plan... Or this is America, but I want to. I th- I think I want to the middle sh- change hundred percent. The middle's winning. I thought the middle too, but I don't. I think they might. I think they'll probably give it to. This is your first Grammys. We're gonna have a follow up show because you're you're placing way too much faith in the. No Grammys. no no no. I don't. Is that faith? Because I don't think Drake's gonna win it, and I don't think. Childish Gambino is going to win it. And right. They probably should. I think it's going to be. They 100% should. I think it's going to be shallow. Or shallow. There it is. Shallow. There it is. I, I think a little Elvis in there too. I think it'll be shallow. Sh- sh- shallow. Or the joke um, by Brandy Carl. Let me. Well, thanks. Frank Sinatra too. A little crooner action in there. Let me pull up. Let me pull up the actual column. I had the rough notes up. Let me pull up the column. Shallow's probably going to win. I think it's shallow. Let me see here. But I like shallow to me. Like to me, the the mind-boggling one, one would be like the middle. I mean, I know the song; it's always in my head, but it's not yeah. really that good. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the middle. Yeah. So my my pick here is, um, I think Brandy Carlisle's going to win, and the reason I think that is because I, for some reason, I want to say that we'll see another artist win multiple awards in the major categories. And for some reason this year, I think it's going to be Brandy Carlisle. Um, sure, I, you got you got to hear this song. You have like when we turn the pot off, I'll play you the joke, and I think it's really going to change what you think about. <laughs> it's funny that the name's the, the joke. Oh my god! Right, the, but so the is, two ones I think will actually win the joke, maybe on the nose, and then shallow, which is really on the nose. Shallow. I mean, can the Grammys get more? No, but it. I don't know. I'm just. I am too jaded for this. Yeah, for sure. Because it, the 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 winner should be This Is America. It's not even really a. I think it's a question. Yeah. It sparked like covers around the globe. Yeah. To try to, it, it's just what if it's if that's not the song of the year? What are we judging? Well, what so, are we doing so here? that actually the covers thing. So this is good because the these two categories are a little too close together in particular because the songs are nominated for the same category basically so song of the year is actually given to more like it seems like song of the year is generally speaking the more like artistically driven song whereas record is the performative element like the pop smash um which is actually yeah why i thought this is america i i personally would go god's plan or this is america um, I think yeah. this America is a little more performative, so I prefer God's plan. Though I do think this is America's deserving. Um, one uh, one song I did want to mention was "Boot Up." I think it's really odd that "Boot Up," "Boot Up," "Boot but, Up." Yeah. So LMA. I thought it was weird it was nominated for this category, but not Record of the Year. 
Um, because boot up for it's a catchy what song. It, it's catchy, but it's not like if you're putting it up in terms of like artistic value against Childish Gambino, Drake, or even like uh, all of the stars. It's really straightforward. Like the beautiful thing about Boot Up is how simplistic it is. Mm-hmm. It's just like a no-brainer. It's like this is a beautiful voice that's singing a really catchy song. This is incredible. But it's not This is America, which came out as this dramatic rollout that had all of these different pieces and But isn't that what Song of the Year is? I'm maybe I'm confused here because Record of the Year involves producer, writer. So the way I interpret it was record of the year is like pop smash. So like, this is where I think that rock star, well, let's move into it. Yeah. So for record of the year, I think rock star will win. And I think it's for that reason, right? It's, it's the most economically successful. It's streamed the most. It was the biggest record. We're on right. Rec- yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think that one goes to rock star. Um, it's actually one of the only, po- it's the only post Malone song that I like. I think so. So what I wrote was that for all of the jokes that Post Malone has brought upon himself, he 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 does have a lot of success at creating these earworms that stick in your head. I mean, you go all the way back to White Iverson, um, Rockstar, Congratulations with Quavo from the last album. I mean, his music is catchy. The thing about Post Malone like that a- frustrates people is it's he's aggravating. Because he's like he doesn't quite understand his position, but that's not what the Grammys care about, right? Maroon Five of hip hop, they have catchy. He's like, yeah, he's like a massive pop artist of hip hop, and it just so happens that the massive pop artist of hip hop that people like the, the Grammys committees and things like that have chosen is white, and doesn't care about the genre and has spoken out about that. But Oh, what would the Grammys be if we didn't talk about how white they will be? (laughs) My God. But yeah, I think what I will say, though, is it'd be cool to see 21 Savage win an award for that song. I really uh, I think 21 Savage will be remembered fondly in history for what he sort of meant, like what hip hop could bring to somebody. Right. Um, obviously 21 Savage is going through a, uh, a difficult time right now. So, um, editorial comment ahead, uh, free 21 Savage, <laughs> but well, yeah, all the other people are free now. So you gotta, you gotta find someone free. I know, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be Rockstar that will take that home. Who do you think? Uh, will I'm going to go with Rockstar as well. Yeah. I, this one's really frustrating to me. Um, this one has some serious Despacito vibes um, because of the Latin element of the Cardi B record. I like it. Um, that was a huge record. That that record was everywhere. And I, I really think it, the way it was produced, how far it went, what it meant. Which one are we talking about now? I like it for uh, the Cardi record um, that's nominated for record of the year. Oh, sorry. I'm on song. Yeah. Yeah. So, so record of the year. Let's run through it. It's uh, Cardi B. I like it. Uh, Brandy Carlisle, The Joke. Uh, Childish Gambino, This Is America, Drake, God's Plan, Shallow, Gaga, and Bradley Cooper, All of the Stars, Kendrick and SZA, Rockstar, Post Malone featuring 21 Savage, and The Middle, Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. And actually, we didn't run through Songs of the Year. The list is the same, except you have Shawn Mendes, In My Blood, and LMA, Boot Up, and... Oh, I Cardi's think... Cardi's not in there. 
Cardi's not in there and Post Malone is not in there. So replace Post Malone and Cardi B with Sean Mendez and LMA and you have the song of the year awards. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, my, I, I thought the Cardi record was not only the best record performatively artistically, but it also just, it, it meant the most to me. This is the one I probably, I, I go through phases with the Grammys year to year because sometimes there are just records and songs and albums that I, I don't care about. So I'm just like, eh, whatever. Like these are all kind of meh, but there's a couple in here that I, I would really like to see win. um, Cardi winning two of these categories would mean a lot to me. Um, as would maybe childish winning. And I kind of want to see Drake win just because I don't understand the Grammys deal with him. It's weird that he doesn't win more, but it does seem like there it is. There are, and I would say last year too, there were a lot of interesting yeah. uh, nominees that I was interested in seeing if they would win. I, yep. I kind of have a horse in the race, so to speak. So yeah, exactly. that will be, that will be fun to watch. So Mike, before we move on, who who do you think will? You said Rockstar. You thought will win. Who would you like to see win for Record of the Year? This is America. This is America. Yeah. Was that your so uh, of all of the albums and songs and uh, the artists that we've talked about? Was This Is America your moment for 2019? Music yeah, I, I I listened to that probably more than any of the songs nominated. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think so too. This is America. I mean, I'm not sure if I listened to it more than the Cardi records, but I think it probably was the largest. I think it had the largest impact. I think there are arguments to be made about how great of a song it actually is, but it's a no brainer. Culturally, it was so important. Plus Gambino can do whatever he wants. He made Atlanta. So I'm, I'm team Gambino. Um, moving on to best new artists. This one is going to be the one where people get really upset because I will bet my life that, Greta Van Fleet wins this award and the conversation surrounding Greta Van Fleet is literally whether or not the band should exist. Um, for those who don't know, Greta Van Fleet is a young band from Michigan that to put it kindly, uh, mimics pretty spot on, uh, Led Zeppelin. It's basically a Led Zeppelin cover band, but they, it's like it's like if it was a Led Zeppelin basement tapes, right? Like if Led Zeppelin new unreleased songs came out and these kids <laughs> were the four, like the faces that were playing it, right? And look, that that doesn't mean they're not talented at what they do, but it just means that artistically speaking, like you're you're a cover band. Right. So, I, but I think they'll win. I they have backing. They're going on big tours. They've already gotten a spot on SNL. Um, That's the only reason why I know they exist. Yeah, they have a lot of backing. And And they actually were made fun of on SNL as well, which I thought was fun. Yeah, and frankly, I just don't... This is kind of a bad list. Um, I personally like Georgia Smith a lot. I'd like to see her win. We talked about her a little earlier. She she makes pretty good R&B music. I don't think it's like groundbreaking by any Mm -hmm. means. Um, Before we get into why I think the best new artist is maybe one of the most broken categories of the Grammys. Uh, what, what do you think of it, Mike? Who, who do you think will win and who would you like to see win? Or have you even heard of anybody on the that, list? That, that was actually <laughs> going to be my, my thing here is I, I, I'm sure I've heard their music. Uh, honestly, I, I don't know. Like BB Rexa, maybe. Um, Dua but, Lipa. Uh, so uh, the, of the list that I've heard of these people before this list came out, it was Greta Vlaine Fleet 
only because yeah. they were on SNL and I, when they were, I had never heard of them before. So yeah. that was just a happen to be thing, but I don't know any of these people. I don't, I, Luke Combs makes country. Margot Price makes sort of roots country. Obviously Greta Van Fleet is just a Led Zeppelin knockoff. Uh, Georgia Smith and her R and B music. I have literally never heard of Chloe and Halle before in my entire life. I've, I've, yeah. And those, I mean, you're checking off like a country and R and B. I'm just really, I mean, those, I don't really listen to those. BB Rexa and Dua Lipa people have probably heard because they're sort of in the more pop space, but I, I really apologize to Chloe and Hallie. I I have never heard of. No them. need to apologize. I don't think they're friends of the pod. So yeah, well they can be friends, but they probably don't listen to it. Um, they're, therefore, no need to apologize because yeah. they're not going to hear this. Yeah. So maybe they are. Who knows? I really like Georgia Smith in this category, but I really want to talk about the lack of rap music representation in Best New Artists consistently. Last year they talk had about it. Lil Uzi and Black, which. That makes sense. Lil Uzi Vert and Black are two of the biggest artists that were nominated for that. But here, you don't have any... I still don't understand how you don't... Look, I'm I'm not a proponent of Takashi 69 or XXXTentacion's music by any means, but they both had number one albums this year. And, like, we're the talk of... I don't understand how you can have omnipresent people who look none neither of them could be at the awards show and neither of them probably like if you're looking at it from a principal standpoint mm-hmm. it's probably good that, that they're not being honored but i i mean xxx tentacion was obviously murdered so i don't want to talk like extremely bad about him by any means but at the same time like I don't understand what the criteria is for best new artist mm-hmm. because in all of the other categories, you're going off of what the biggest records were, unless right. you're talking about Brandy Carlisle, which doesn't really make all that sense to anybody. I love the passion, but how do you not like, Oh, you're into it. No, but think about like, how is little no, Lo, Lo baby had a number one record out of Atlanta this year? Not even not mentioned anywhere on here. Little baby and Gunna both had big records. Neither of them on here. How is Lil Pump still not even been mentioned for this? His music is not great, sure. But I mean, look at the numbers. And if that's what you're going on, we had this conversation last year, but it's like, I actually don't understand your criteria. If some, also Dua Lipa and BB Rex are not even new artists. Hers album came out in 2017. What are we doing? (laughs) No, I, I'm not arguing. I yeah, just you're like I said. I appreciate the passion. I'm 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 jaded out. I I I 100% agree with you, but I I lost the fight. I'm just yeah. I mean, I, I look. I, I certainly not. I oh, it just also if you so here's the other one that doesn't make any sense. Ella May is a new artist who's nominated in one of the major categories, but is not nominated for best new artist. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand what we're talking about. I I no longer understand the categories. No, I, I'm I'm with you. I don't. Yeah. Oh my god, Grammys! You do it to me every year. Then that's the thing. Then that, that to me that's game set match. You know, you're right. That's that's exactly what it is. It's, it's every time, and you're just. I I can't yeah. I can't be led to the to, to the, the pastor anymore. Yeah. yeah, and just be <sighs> crazily oh, annoyed. Bad. Okay. Um, well, so let, let's try to, maybe we'll, we'll end on a bit of a high note, right? So 
these are the major categories. And generally speaking, the major categories are the ones that are the toughest to swallow because it just seems like you've got blinders. Like the, the selection committee has blinders on. Like they, they don't really pay attention to what's going on. However, there are a couple of categories every year that could sort of save it for like music thinkers and critics and people like that, where mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, the Grammys were bad, but at least these people got an award. Um, a couple of, uh, of mentions I wanted to put on this. Um, specifically, I actually thought the best rap album category was pretty good. Um, okay. I personally would like to see Pusha T win for Daytona or Mac Miller for Swimming, but you had uh, Nipsey Hussle's album in there. Um, I'm sort of blanking on the other people, but there wasn't like truly if any of, Oh, Drake, I think was on there. Um, realistically, if any of any of the nominees took it home, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Like that was a good album. Whether or not it was the best rap album is not really right like, up for debate, but if it wins a Grammy, I'd be psyched to see Pusha T walk off stage with a Grammy. You know, I think he deserves it. One of rap's biggest gifts and, the last 20 years probably from clips to his sure. stuff with good music. Um, also, I, I don't know if, if you are familiar with these people, I'd be a little surprised, Mike. Um, Death Heaven for best metal performance. No. Death Heaven's like a, I, I think they're really good. I'm not a, the biggest metal fan in the world, but these guys really stand out to me. They're sort of, they mix like this sort of dreamy, like shoegazy music with, black metal and it turns out like way more interesting than you think it would i'd like to see them win that award and then john hopkins for singularity uh was a really popular dance record this year um and i i engaged with it a little bit i thought it was like pretty it was good but i think people would be really happy if he walked away with it um honorable mention that category was sophie uh her album sort of similar i engaged with it a little bit but people really liked it um I, I do want to say the category I had the most fun making for the column was uh, layups that may get Tayshawn Prince. <laughs> I think maybe you're, you, you, you would like that one, Mike. Um, for, for those that don't know, Tayshawn Prince had this sort of infamous block in the playoffs on Reggie Miller, uh, like a game-saving block on a breakaway layup uh, that cost the Pacers the game and probably had no small part in them losing the series. But... Uh, these these two uh, records, I think, are like no-brainers to win their awards uh, in terms of popul both popularity and artistry, but I wouldn't be surprised if somehow they didn't and people were just like, what is going on here? Uh, that's LMA, Boot Up, uh, Best R&B Song, and then Travis Scott for Sicko Mode for Best Rap Performance. I think that one's a no-brainer. That was the biggest record of the year. Easily, Right. Sure. What I'm just say? I'm looking at a uh, best rap song win with uh, M. Samuels on there, so I'm just curious. I know. You, Look, I I've actually to, seen that before. Yeah. He does a lot of TDE stuff. I think he maybe does some stuff with like Shady or. It's not um, you. That's what I'm saying. It's M. Not Samuels. Me. Oh, I wish. I've tried just, to claim it before. I tweeted that's, it. That's what I was hoping you'd he just would, do. Because he he has credits on like all of the Kendrick albums. So I was like, look, I made to Pimple Butterfly. And lucky you, M. Samuels, right there. Yeah. I am. But yeah, I, I am Samuels, whoever oh, you are. Oh, there he is. God's the plan as well. Oh my God, he's all over the place. Come on the pod, M. Samuels. He's, he's Matthew like, Samuels. He's probably like a big record executive at like Interscope or something. Matthew Samuels is, that's who we're talking about. Is it? Yeah, it's on God's plan. He was on that track too. Hold on. Let's find out who, who Matthew Samuels is. Um, Mike, do you have the do you have the info up for uh, the 
like the last category of the oh it's boy wonder oh my god i didn't know boy wonder's name was m matthew samuels there you go he was actually my uh i wanted him to win uh producer of the year i kind of left it off because i was like people don't really care who i think is going to win producer of the year but yeah shout out to boy wonder i didn't yeah, know now we, we know why you want him to win yeah m samuels this is all a big con exactly um, mike as we know we can't leave the Grammys without shaking our heads, but I wanted you to uh, tell the people what song I have nominated for my most depressing moment of the Grammys. I don't know if you're at the end of the column, but no, I'm not going to read it. No, go ahead. No, I'm not. No, just read it, Mike. No, just read it. Have you engaged with this song? Uh, I have, I've listened to it. Not many, not much. What do you think? It's not very good. Yeah. We of course are talking about, the rap god himself. Eminem and Joyner Lucas are going to win best rap song for Lucky You. And that will be the abomination that we all deserve to cap off 2018. Well, it's 2019. It's a start off. Yeah, but it's capping off 2018's year. We're dipping our toes back into 2018 and Eminem's going to cut them off. I'm going to go God's plan. That'll win best rap song? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be nice. I, I believe me, I would, I would save myself a couple of drinks or a couple of head bashes. I don't like this because you're right. It's, it's not going to win. And then I have to listen to you. It might win. Next week, complain <laughs> about lucky you. And see, so that's, I'm already preparing for the, the negativity. It's going to win. This entire Watch thing. Watch it win. Watch it win. Oh, this is why do we do this? <laughs> why are we here? Why do we do this? It's like three punches in the gut because here's the first punch. <laughs> That I know, as I know, it's going to happen, and the second punch will be the second, the actual Grammy night, because I'll be, I still will be rooting against all these things to happen, but yet they will still happen, which will yep. make me angry. Second punch, <laughs> and then the third will be next pod when we hear you talk about why Eminem doesn't deserve. Oh, geez, yeah. just to keep coming. Why do we do this? The question we ask ourselves every week, but we always come back. This pod is a great metaphor for how I feel about the Grammys because we started and I was like, Oh, I'm excited for this pod. This is going to be a great pod. <laughs> and now I'm just, I feel like a, like a bloated whale just on the oh God. beached up on the ocean beach. And I'm just, Oh, get me out of here. Just push me back into the water. Get it's me dark. back to a happy place. Well, the bubble is my happy place. That Mike. dark. Just kind of like, did you ever feel like, a beached whale? You're just kind of like stuck there. I felt like that after the Super Bowl, after, all the food. It was, yeah. Well, all the food. I'm not sure the whales get beach because they're hungry or they eat too much. They just kind of. Oh, that's the only time I feel like a beach. The ocean pushes them into the. Whatever, man. No one cares about this. This is the beach. <laughs> that's what I feel like. This you pushed, has been you pushed me. the bubble. Uh, Away he from is my Mike happy Bonner. Place. Always introspective. Shallow. Montana Samuels and if you didn't keel over and die after listening to Mike's Bradley Cooper impression actually uh, as I mixed it it was more kind of like Bradley with Creed maybe a little Sinatra in there Bradley Cooper Creed and Sinatra is how you're how you're pitching this one to the people you gotta snap the fingers oh my god we hope you'll have it back (laughs) next week they're not going to Just going to run this 
dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.